Welcome to Grow With Soul, a simple marketing podcast by me, Kate Ferris, a creative business and marketing coach living in the mountains in North Wales. Grow With Soul is for creatives who either have their own business or who dream of having their own business and who want to grow slowly, sustainably and soulfully in their work and in their life. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode four of Grow With Soul and I have another coaching episode for you this week. I'm sure that many of you will know my guest today. Rabia Lomas is perhaps better known as She Flourished and I really wanted to talk to Rabia because she is starting her business from a really strong sense of purpose. Rather than monetize her Instagram in some of the more obvious ways, she is really passionate about her why and starting a business around that. So in this episode, we talk about some ways to focus on your business baby when you're also working full time and have a family, as well as focusing on your own channels and the importance of play. So let's get into it. Hi, Rabia. Hey, Kate. How are you doing? I am good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm very good. As we kind of said at the beginning, I've just moved rooms because my neighbour started drilling, which is not ideal for podcast recording. So I've got this weird setup, but there we go. Hopefully it sounds fine. I have a little toddler with me. So um, he's in the other room, he's watching a film, but you might hear the occasional, mum, can you fetch me a snack? (laughs) Well, what else are you there for, really? Exactly. It's my one and only my one and only job, surely. <laughs> well, let's talk about all your other jobs. <laughs> so for the people who well, I'm sure people do know you, but for anybody who doesn't know you or maybe doesn't know kind of what you're planning to do, can you tell us a little bit about your background and the inspiration behind She Flourished and also the business that you want to be making out of it? Yeah, so my background um, is actually in project management. That's what I do for a nine to five job full time. So when I'm not parenting, I am working. But back in 2015, I decided to start an Instagram account. I was bored and I wanted a creative outlet. And my cousin, who's already on Instagram, she was taking these beautiful pictures. So I wanted to sort of have a go, really. Um, And that's what I did. And it wasn't until really sort of last year, sort of 2017, did I sort of start taking things seriously and find my own style. I'd been on various e-courses and had mentoring as well. And so sort of started sort of growing really from last year, slow but steady, you know, not like major spikes or anything. I really started to think about wanting to take it further. And I'm not particularly interested in teaching other people about Instagram, that there are other people doing that. But really, I enjoyed the process of creating itself and sort of playing about really and, and trying to figure out how I can do do that more long-term, more sustainable, really. Mm. I'm just thinking about how I can marry sort of the practical skills and professional skills that I've earned over the years, making a living from, and how can I bring those two worlds together? It's kind of, I guess, where I'm, I've been at for the last sort of couple of months, really, is figuring out what I can do for a business. Yeah, that's it. And what I kind of love about what you're doing, and you came to one of my Out of the Woods workshops, and what 
is I think really interesting about what you're doing is that you're starting from a really clear sense of purpose and you've got the why you're actually struggling to work out the what a lot of people are the other way around where they start with a thing that they want to sell or that they want to do and actually have to apply a why to that whereas you you're much the other way around we've got this really strong why about what you want to be doing in the world and what you love and actually creating the business model around that (laughs) is kind of your problem (laughs) that's exactly that's exactly Exactly it. That's exactly like my problem, and I I'm very wary of coming up with a particular what, and then I'm wary of just trying to you know coming up with a what and, and then ramming that down people's throats. It's kind of like not what I want to do. I definitely want to at least be happy with like you say the why element and just sort of layer things on top of that in a more organic, I guess, as mm. you would say, sort of soulful way. Mm. Well, I think what you've just said as well is really interesting because that's where people's minds go is, well, when I've got a product, I have to ram it down people's throats. <laughs> and because that's what it kind of feels like when you're, I don't know, searching and then there's all these ads coming up and there's ads all over Instagram and there's this and then there's that. And it does feel like, oh, and when you sign up to stuff and then you get like six emails in a day <laughs> trying to sell you stuff. And so it feels like that's the only way to do it. And, you know, people like us and, you know, nice people who just want to grow like a really lovely, soulful business that means something really don't want to do that, but feel that they have to. And that can be something that holds you back because it feels so wrong and you just don't do it. And that means you don't do anything. So there's definitely, it's not an all or nothing thing. It's not, you have a product and you have to ram it down people's throats. You can do it in any way that feels right for you and that's the the strength of you having that really strong why is that everything will flow from that so it will make sense whatever kind of products and offerings you add on to that will all make sense because they come from this why and that's what you actually are selling is the why not the what and so that's what you can use to be really inspirational through your content and however you want to do that on Instagram or the blog or wherever and actually just focus on that and then the the what the products are actually inconsequential because people are like I just want to join in with this purpose with this really strong why so yeah that was just a little spiel I had to give yeah, you there. No. <laughs> and, and I think that that's like the biggest takeaway that I took out of out of the words there was actually the medium in which I channel my why like you say it was inconsequential it was just more important that I was really clear on that and then I can use whatever sort of tools and channels that are available that suit where I'm at at the moment in terms of the time that I have to create that content and what I'm comfortable, what's within my current skill set and where I want to push myself. That can sort of come in time. Mm. It's taken definitely taken the pressure off, I think, thinking that I need to have some kind of polished product or service for now. It sort of means that I can really think about the kind of, offering I guess in a slow it sounds but you know, I, I guess it's perfectly aligned but in a slow more meaningful way mm. yeah there's this real kind of pressure that we all put on ourselves to have the perfect product or you know it all has to be absolutely right before we launch it and then that means nothing happens for two years and I was listening to a podcast and he was like, look, the first product you make is going to be awful. It's going to be the worst thing you've ever made. But it has to be because it's the first that you learn from it. And then there's the second and then there's the third. And sometimes actually having a, a minimum viable product 
can be really, really useful because you can spend two years creating what you think is the most perfect offering and then you launch it and people are like, oh, actually, it'd be better if it was a little bit more like this. And then you've just wasted two years. Whereas if you'd launched it a kind of beta version, like a soft launch, um, and got some feedback, then people, you can really shape it the way that people need it and want it. So yeah, definitely take that pressure off a bit. And yeah, explore it and kind of take your time over it to make it make it a lot more holistically and organically as you say not kind of in a lab setting kind of experiment with it yeah that's exactly it I've been reading Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic recently and I've had quite a few sort of epiphanies from that as well and I think um, the fear of getting it sort of perfect does stop people from creating and and after sort of going you know going to the workshop and reading a lot of material I do feel like okay I've not got a product yet but I've got ideas for them and I'm flashing them out and they're they're already naturally aligned with I guess my brand values because the brand values are me so yeah it just seems a lot more natural now than whereas before I was like oh I don't have anything to sell and I, I feel like I literally spent like two months thinking about what to you know what to do with my creative life slash business that isn't doesn't yet fully exist but I have like full confidence that it will now mm. oh that's so good to hear and I like that as well because it's really easy while it's obviously great to like take your time and let it emerge and like make it holistically while finding out from your audience what they want and all that kind of thing you also need to kind of set a line in the sand <laughs> for when you're going to start doing it because you can spend two years making it perfect but you can spend two years researching it as well so there needs to be a point at which you're like right from this point I need to start actually making it happen because especially when you're somebody who may want to leave your job and you've got more of a lifestyle that you want to be aiming for it's very easy to go oh well it's someday I'm going to do this and then someday is just always moving backwards and it needs to be more like right from September I'm launching this <laughs> I'm, I'm putting dates to it yeah I guess that's a little bit of it's my strength and my weakness so I'm never short on ideas and never short on what I want to do and um, so it's now a good time to talk about what it is that I want to do as a business really yeah yeah I'm not really so. explained that yeah yeah cool. <laughs> so where well where I'm thinking of of taking it is really centered around play but play for grown-ups so whether that's help and advice expressing play through photography and different tips and tricks as well as hosting social events and I guess what I would call like a play retreat an opportunity for people let's face it most of my audience are women so it will be largely women women like myself who are really busy who want to take some time out for themselves to spend time with other amazing women and also have fun creating and trying to sort of take out the stigma that, you know, playtime is trivial and the things that we we create are trivial, really. And it sounds frivolous, you know, and I don't know if anyone's listening thinking, how can you possibly, <laughs> like, make any money? How is this adding sort of value out there? But I did, like, a post the other day on my Instagram. I, I fashioned <laughs> I fashioned a bomb out of cardboard and I wrote truth <laughs> on it. I was like, truth bomb. And it was all about numbers and Instagram. And I was just trying to sort of explain that there's sort of no number that can sort of define who you are but you can have fun with it so I'm trying to sort of remind people to have fun in this big game that is life 
and I, I do think that, you know, people do go on these retreats. They go on retreats to make floral wreaths. They go on retreats all the time. You know, why not have a little bit of a retreat that is, you know, literally just fun, absolute fun. Maybe we can craft some things, take some pictures, learn a few basic photography skills and generally just be in each other's company. I feel sort of confident about it because I did organised the Galentine's Insta Social back in February, just as a pure social thing. I thought like nobody would come, but 17 people turned up, mm. you know, bought a ticket. That wasn't anything that I made money off. It was purely just to, you know, cover the cost of food and goodie bags and mm. things like that. So yeah, so um, that's sort of where I'm thinking. I can marry my project management skills right. by organizing and hosting retreats and things like that and potentially collaborating with other creatives and makers potentially to sort of you know pass those skills on via those retreats mm. as well as creating content that helps people nurture play through their photography or whatever medium they choose to create whatever they choose to make really yeah so what I love about your kind of ideas and that have come out and that really shows the importance of actually taking the time to think about it is that it would have been so easy for you to be like right I'm just gonna kind of be an Instagrammer and I'm gonna rely on sponsored content for my income or I'm just gonna do an Instagramming course and that would have been probably the very first ideas you had but actually just sitting with it for a bit and actually getting really in touch with that why and thinking I'm actually about play for adults and I want to help people (laughs) and it just then takes it into this realm of something that is so unique so unlike anything else that there is out there because there's tons of workshops but it's all like really serious and you must learn all of this and actually you've really kind of highlighted an area that I think we're all craving just to kind of be and experiment and not have there to be an end point to absolutely everything that you do so I I love that it's come out of that and it's it's manifested itself in this way and as you say it builds on all your other skills as well because when you've got a day job quite often you're like I never want anything else to do with my day job again but that's where your skills lie so you're really taking what you're naturally great at in terms of organizing and project management and then just applying it in a way that's going to really fill you up and serve your people as well so I love it all (laughs) yeah this is the thing I didn't even think that I could marry up my sort of practical professional skills with something creative the only reason that this ever sort of came about was because another person part of the sort of Instagram community um, who actually does do fairly serious workshops just asked me to take care of her next one and just said source a venue you know what I like you know the Instagram crowd and what they like can't blanch find find a venue let me know what it is and then, you know, can you be on hand to, to make it look nice and be available on the day? Never did I think that that was something anyone would come to me for. Mm-hmm. And I had to sort of really dig deep and understand why that was obvious to that person mm-hmm. and not to me. So, yeah, it was only until somebody asked me and said, oh, I'm going to pay you to do this. I was like, OK, that someone will, is willing to pay. So, yeah, I guess my next one of my other next moves is which I which I could actually start soon enough rather than later. And I don't think I necessarily have to go all out creating all the relevant content for it is just approaching other people that do host stuff who don't like the boring admin of 
finding a venue, finding someone to cater for it, doing all that crap where they just want to literally get wheeled in, do their thing yeah. and literally go out. You know, that's sort of where, where really I can come in and there's really nothing stopping me from really there shouldn't be anything stopping me pitching to anybody who who's who are doing those things because actually I do have the qualifications and the experience to do that and I think the only thing missing from sort of the public facing is a little bit of content to showcase that Mm. that side well and just putting it out there that's what I always find yeah that if you don't like say that you do it people assume don't know that you do and this is going way back when I just had the blog and before I was a coach or anything and I was like oh why aren't I getting any like brands getting in touch with me and then I put a sponsor page on my blog and then they just started coming like that and it was like you just have to actually say that that it's that it's there and really signpost it absolutely yeah it's not even in my bio that I'm a project manager it used to be Mm. and I and then I took it down for some reason because I think I was like oh I want to be all about the creative photography but actually I probably need to get it back in my bio you know my bio Mm. that I'm like qualified project management I have put it on there that I have hosted galentines it's like this thing Mm. now that I I put up and they're like (laughs) I did host an event it was real it did happen and I ought to really start doing those a lot more frequently because I think people are more than willing to get out of behind their phone and into real life situations yeah every recording I've done for this podcast so far has been people talking about workshops really (laughs) yeah it's funny like they seem to be really popping up everywhere and I think that does speak to this kind of desire to be like right we've all known each other on Instagram for a fair while now let's actually take this offline and into real life and that's so funny because I I got that feeling too but it's amazing the the so, so something that Galentine's actually taught me is the interest is always there, but the the conversion, so to speak, it's yeah. usually, it's it's like heart. So you have to really make sure that wherever that message is going is to the right people. I, I think like the blanket approach doesn't really work when you when you want to host a particular workshop on a particular topic. So mine was just a little bit of fun, and so I was quite happy with the turnout. But if, if I decided to do a particular skill maybe I was making like dream catches probably nobody would come mm. well and the blanket approach never works when you're selling anything but <laughs> yeah because you have to really speak to the people who are gonna love it and like it um well and not like it because as you've kind of found there's a big difference between people saying oh yeah I'll go to that and then actually getting their purse out and doing it and so you have to make it for the, those few people who it's perfect for you've got to make it so that they are they can't resist they just have to be there they can't miss it at all exactly um and I think yeah it's a lot easier to do it when you you only need to get like 15 or 20 people it's much easier to talk to 20 people than it is to 200 because you can get so specific in your communications and things and yeah so I think that's going to be so good for your play retreats so let's talk a little bit about your challenges at the moment because obviously you are still working full-time you're being a mother as well and so there's a lot of kind of challenges and demands on your time in terms of getting this thing off the ground absolutely and I think that is absolutely my number one challenge so that's my situation and so anything that I create or any ideas that I have I have another idea to create an ebook around playful photography 
covering some basics because I know not everybody knows the ins and outs of their camera settings that will allow them to then basically play with that and enjoy that and and be creative with that and so that's where I'm at at the moment as a lead into doing these bigger sort of playful workshops and retreats so all these ideas and things it's like having an affair I have to sort of (laughs) steal time in the margins the way it's literally lunchtime at work when I'm not back-to-back meetings which is very rare in the evenings when I'm not the one putting my son to bed and on the weekends so like now um like we're talking on a Saturday so I do have time on the weekends I've literally just put a film on for my son (laughs) and he's in he's in there watching Fantastic Mr Fox so I can you know steal an hour so it, it is like I feel I do feel like I'm having an affair I'm like stealing time in the margins to nudge things ever so slowly so it's really slow to be honest mm. it's really really mm. slow and and I was reading again I was reading this in Big Magic I think this is a universal challenge like even if I wasn't full time I think there would always be some kind of demand on my time from something a real life example is I need to go and get my tires changed and I need to have a filling in my teeth and things like that so there's always some kind of life crap so it is just stealing time from the margins and when you are absolutely absolutely tired dog tired just mustering up a little bit of energy to to just maybe write one paragraph of the ebook or post that instagram picture so it's 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 that's how I have to do it it's it's gen I feel like it is genuinely like a hustle <laughs> yeah yeah I can imagine and I think you're right as well I've never spoken to anybody who says they've got plenty of time and they're all in different sort of walks of life and things going on in their lives and nobody's ever got enough time so I think you're right you so you what you've already done is you know where the pockets of time are and it's just really maximizing those and what do you do in terms of like your planning so this is what I haven't I actually haven't done my plan plan maybe I'm I'm a little bit less structured than I ought to be given that I'm a uh, you know I work in project management but this is how I have it in my head my my head says I'm known on Instagram about sort of you know bring bringing play and humor and so I really do prioritize keeping a presence on there even if I haven't written a paragraph of the ebook or whatever moved some you know organizing my next retreat the truth is I have thought about these things and I have written things down but it's also slow and so the majority of the time that I am creating and putting things out there I am doing it on Instagram to remind people that I exist Mm -hmm. and so that it won't be a complete surprise in I don't know let's hope a month from now I drop this ebook and hopefully people will find it useful yeah they're not like who the hell are you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly I don't want to go away and, and work on it instead and then be like hi I've done this thing for you and they'll be like what why like that makes no sense so I guess what I have done is that anything that I am creating at the moment is definitely play inspired whether it's fashioning something out of cardboard or um, oh, you did the one with the cups, with the colours With the cups, in. yes, yeah. and, the, and the paint splashes. And, you know, and that was, you know, genuinely, my son and I had gotten the paints out and I just didn't put them back. Mm. I was like, oh, I'll just do this. So, again, it's take, sort of taking inspiration from real-life children who play and bringing that to an adult arena. So, yeah, I am sort of making sure that 
I'm keeping that message alive mm. it, it, even if I haven't got anything else to show for it yet if that makes sense yeah and that that is really important because you are building with your audience what you want to be known for and just kind of shifting their mindset of what they might think of you so even if they used to think of you as like the girl who does all the photoshop stuff or the girl who does those funny photos and just actually by using the language around play and talking about the importance of it and all the things that we've discussed is just going to kind of shift that so yes when the ebook comes it's not like well what the hell is this where's my photoshop guide but I I would say as well and it's a really tricky balance because I do always say to people that actually being present is really important and it's something that I notice that when I'm really bogged down in stuff and I'm not as present then I see inquiries and things drop off so it is important to to always be there but then at the same time what I would not worried about for you but just feel conscious of for you is not being overly reliant on it and actually the ebook is probably a really big priority for you because it's going to move people off that platform and onto your email list where you can actually then take control of the relationship so I think it seems like a case of being really clear about your priorities yeah definitely and having a longer term view as well so even if you know are the next three weeks I'm only on stories once a day but then by the end of that I have an ebook that's probably a bigger priority because after those three weeks you've got an ebook that's going to be getting people to your mailing list for three years and so just kind of taking the longer term view of it and like we sort of said at the beginning setting a deadline and working backwards from there so if you said I wanted to host a play retreat in December we'll work back from there and think what needs to be put in place and especially given your time as well so if it would take somebody who is full-time on their business two months then you probably need to budget four months to get it done yeah absolutely and again that sort of really calls upon skills that I already have so it's um I guess my own weaknesses sometimes if I write write myself down a plan I can quite I quite quickly deviate from it Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm like my own rebel or something but I do tend to work when it's my own stuff not other people's when it's my own stuff a little bit more flexibly but I do have I guess in my own mind a little bit of a calendar of oh in the late summer I'm going to host a retreat at my house so by the end of this month June I'm going to put something out there that says sign up if you're interested and then by July I'll know how many numbers and then I can you know source source all that Mm -hmm. so I do it I just I don't write it down I should probably write it down yeah I think that might it's actually like really powerful to have something there on the wall and that holds you accountable as well to have things to tick off and then think well I'm at this day and I've not done it yet so I need to shift things around so I think that would be really useful and it's interesting that you say that when you're doing your own stuff you're really kind of flexible and move around I'm wondering whether that might be a little bit part of the problem that if you have these tiny pockets of time so say you have uh, like an hour and a half and then actually 
that hour and a half isn't structured and you don't get to do any of the things that you wanted to do and you spend all the time like taking 25 versions of the same photo and you're like oh wait what what have I actually done definitely definitely and I think there are moments where I I should actually be like you know what you've been on Instagram loads this week Mm. you can afford to take this margin time not to drum up more ideas for Instagram but actually just write another page of the ebook or whatever you know whatever that that thing is going to move me forward and you're right I do need to I do need to write it down do you know what I need I need like a visual wall planner yeah I've got one I've got one that and I like have long lines of like washi tape when I'm in like like when the course was launching and stuff I had that so I knew that that kind of blocked off all the time so you had a physical gantt chart on your wall yeah that's awesome I need to do that and it yeah it's it's just really good to kind of get a bird's eye view of everything as well because you're so in it you're like oh I really need to do this really important Instagram caption and then actually it's not that important and it, you just if you can see like the whole year up on the wall just like that you're like oh well I've got that thing coming up in October so what do I need to start doing now I find that really really helpful just to yeah have that bird's eye view and be moving things forward rather than just getting really bogged down in all the day-to-day stuff absolutely I definitely think that that's my my next step I actually have a blank wall planner which we didn't put up on the wall I don't know why (laughs) we didn't do it so I should just put it up and go start making things yeah definitely and it's a funny stage that you're at because I worked with Jen Carrington, who's another coach, and she always used to say to me that when your business is in this really kind of baby stage, it's like all on you. It's like your new, it's like a newborn. You have to really nurture it, and it will take time for it to start actually paying you back <laughs> the time and the effort that you've put in. And that can be not off putting, but like, oh God, I've done all this stuff and I'm just not getting anything. And it feels like so repetitive and like, oh, I need to do this. Oh, well, I need to do this. Oh, well, I need to do this. Yeah. Um, At the moment, I feel like I'm fanning embers rather than like a flame, you know, it's like when it's a flame, you just need to do like one pump of air and it's like, it's gone. But at the moment I'm like, oh my God, it's just like frantically blowing. (laughs) Like literally, literally doing that. Well, it's also like, honoring the the job that pays my bills and my mortgage and Mm. I do have like I have full faith that will happen I do like I wouldn't be stealing all this time in the margins like I was having a sordid affair if I didn't Mm -hmm. believe in it so yeah and and yeah it's and it's also thanks to like you know people like yourself and Jen and the not just the paid stuff that you do but like the free resources which have helped gain some clarity because it wasn't until I was reading some of your free resources about the why. So it's probably a bit of everything. <laughs> it was probably everything. Yeah. It was probably everything. I think you had some journaling prompts in a newsletter. Yeah, maybe. You had some kind of yeah. prompts in a newsletter of this is what you need to reflect on. And it wasn't until I did that. And it wasn't until I, I listened to one of Jen's podcasts as well that I was like, okay, yeah, the influencer work isn't really going to happen for me. You know, free socks isn't really going to, isn't my bag, mm. so... So yeah, it's a glamorous world, isn't it? <laughs> it is glamorous. It is. It is. Um, something that actually you might find useful, especially because you've got the kind of broad time, is actually just like at the beginning of the week, set yourself three things that are going to move your business forward. Ah. And then, as long as you get those three things done, you can kind of call the week a success. And you know, you could get them done in like between. Seven is that and what eight. you do? Yes. Yeah. 
And how do you do it? Do you literally write it on a post-it? Do you put it on a wall? Well, I have a planner that I use, so I write it in my planner. But yeah, yeah, it could go like on the wall, wherever you'll see it, on the fridge, maybe somewhere like that. And just kind of on a Sunday night, just think, right, what are the three things that will move my business forward next week? Yeah. And then, yeah, you can do those first thing on the Monday morning and great, (laughs) the week's been a success. (laughs) Everything else is a bonus. So that might be writing a page of the ebook or it might be getting an email out to your list or something like that just anything that's gonna that's not that boggy day-to-day posting on Instagram those kind of things that's going to move it forward and that you can then look back on the following Sunday and be like yes smashed it this week so yeah that might be something that's really useful for you and then it's focused but it's not overly structured so you're not in this hour I'm going to do this and then this hour I'm going to do this it's just it needs to happen and when it happens it happens but it will happen within those seven days that's good I could probably work backwards then from like a, on this date this is the date that I want to release the ebook so actually on a week by week basis what are the bits that I need to to, to do that would that that way I would probably guarantee more of an outcome and some output rather than sort of sandwiching, I don't know, the last the last chapter of an ebook in like, you know, the last day, which yeah, would make me really stressed. <laughs> yeah. That would make me really, really stressed. Yeah. This is all really good advice. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about more of the marketing side, because we've spoken about Instagram a lot. So that's mainly where you're marketing. So where where are the places that you're kind of showing up at the moment and what is going really well for you and where do you think you need to expand into or improve? Yeah, so, I mean, the only place really that I do pop up is tends to be in stories and in people's comments on Instagram. And I have to, and this is where the time element plays into it. So if I was going to do, for example retreats and say my first one was going to be at my house more than likely the people that will come are going to be based up north Mm -hmm. and so I do need to when I've only done this a handful of times since our workshop is find those people and they're more than likely going to be on the Instagram community so I am going on sort of mums and women who are really really busy in their lives whether they're parents or or not actually but they tend to be mothers who want to take some time up for themselves so I'm popping up on their Instagrams I'm seeing who's commenting and following them who are very similar and again sort of just putting feelers out there and and it is paying you know it is paying off people are coming and landing and my my hope is just that when I do produce an offering that they're going to be the ones that turn up to it so in terms of marketing, it's more probably a messaging thing rather than an offering thing at the moment because I feel like I, well, I don't have anything to sell right now. Yeah, so just my, 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 my message, which yeah. is make time for play, guys. It, honestly, <laughs> it'll do you the world of good. <laughs> and I, that's absolutely fine. It doesn't Marketing doesn't have to be only talking about your products all the time. There are schools of thought which are like, only show your product, only talk about it, only do that. But for me, that's not a way of really getting people into your why what you don't want is like an Instagram that's like an Amazon account you know you always see those kind of Instagrams where it's just product 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 and you're only getting people engaged in your what then whereas actually just talk about your why all the time and that's what I do with marketing my business I don't talk about 
come and be coached every five seconds. I just kind of talk about what I do and what I believe about marketing and I help people and I give them ideas and and then it kind of filters through from there that people who want to dig deeper will then get in touch. So I think, yeah, you're doing the right thing in terms of communicating it. And actually, while we've spoken about kind of being reliant on Instagram a little bit, I don't think that's bad in terms of a social offering because obviously all the people who are going to be interested in what you do are going to be on Instagram and probably not on Facebook. And given that you've got a limited time, there's actually probably no point you trying to be elsewhere. But I do think that kind of starting to build up your own channel so like the blog and being a bit more consistent there and creating content that explains your why in a more long form way than you can in an Instagram caption that's it and that I need to figure out so I know we did have a brief slot on the on the workshop about figuring out the why and then your content can come from there um and I do really need to think about that long form content for sure because it it's like a missed opportunity. I have a blog mm. that isn't really doing anything for me and I can really make it work for me if I can figure out what I need to write about, mm. really. Mm. And particularly if you are trying to kind of reach out to people who don't already know you, so if you're trying to build it up a little bit more locally, um, people will come to the site to find out more information and if that's not kind of giving them what they need there's that kind of trust element there if there's a gap between how professional and great your Instagram is and then they go to your site and it's not as well kept up there's that kind of it doesn't fulfill the promise and there's that it just introduces a bit of doubt of like oh well is this the person I thought she was going to be yeah um, exactly and so that doesn't mean that you have to you know blog every day <laughs> it's more important that you kind of find a way that you can do it consistently and that you can say I write a blog post here once a month or if that's all you can do do it don't say oh well I could at a push do it once a week when you know that you can't I would say once the quantity goes down the quality just goes up so you can have some blog posts on there which are like more long and they have some takeaways and that are really valuable like that and then you don't have to come up with so many ideas either (laughs) yeah that's true yeah yeah. I could literally just do and I like get all my ideas down like literally 12 of them and then yeah. go right that's mm. jump up much you know like that's the whole year done and then I can just write them on a month by month mm-hmm. basis and just yeah do it that way I do feel a lot of pressure to be blogging weekly which I don't do because it's just not something I can I, I literally it's not something I can commit to yeah so and and that's Instagram is there for that you it's the micro blogging platform really and that's what how you kind of use it and then having something for people really to get their teeth into where you can get much kind of deeper into your ideas about why the play is important and your experience with it and things like that it just kind of adds an extra layer for people who who have seen it on the Instagram they're not quite sure they want to learn more and then they come over and they can really immerse themselves in that content and understand it more and I think actually for you as well probably going over all your page like your about page and stuff and shifting that so it's really focused on play to be honest the whole block needs an overhaul it was, <laughs> it was it's yeah it's it's a year old and it, it's not anything I thought 
it was going to be because I didn't know what it was going to be. It, mm. it literally was, a, I'm going to start a blog because everybody else has a blog yeah, yeah. who's on Instagram. And so now that I figured my why, I just can't, I feel like just taking it down and starting again. Yeah, I did a, I did a big shift of mine where I was, I had like my theme for whenever. And then actually it was, again, Jen kind of very gently went, do you think your website is right (laughs) and it was actually the the, that was a real turning point between kind of this is a blog with a business and this is a business with a blog and so I did redesign it and that made a huge impact not only just in terms of kind of people coming to the site but also just me and my mindset and thinking about it as my website rather than my blog so yeah again kind of budgeting the time around it and doing it in the most easy way possible and kind of planning it out so you know this week one of the things that's going to make the week successful is to rewrite my about page and then the next week is to look at some new themes and decide on one and just do it kind of bit by bit like that because you don't want to kind of start doing it all in one go and then something happens and I know that's the temptation <laughs> isn't it to just yeah. do it all at once and then actually not do it at all so yeah no I think that's right you forget that you've got these other things. You know, I've had it in my mind, like, oh, I've got this website slash blog that isn't really doing much for me, but I'll just leave it there because nobody looks at it anyway. But I guess people do sort of hop on, mm. you know, and if that gives, like, a false impression or, some, you know, creates an element of mistrust because it's not aligned, then, yeah, I didn't even think of that. And it will always be new people that go onto it because people who are already following you will kind of know that, it's not really a place yeah. to get you. So they'll always kind of, wait, won't bother. But it's new people finding you and be like, oh, I'm going to really find out all about her and then be like, oh, <laughs> this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, this isn't her. Yeah, so thinking about that a bit. And then the only other thing is, particularly as you've got a specific location, although I think people would travel, to be honest. To but, be honest, I think they would. I mean, when yeah. I did that insta social had two people from germany come and a couple from down south so yeah it wasn't all that northern yeah it's kind of looking at some other places and people you can get to talk about it because if you're only talking about it on your channels and the people who aren't there aren't going to know about it so it's a little bit of sort of outreach so whether that's other people that you know in manchester or in in the area and kind of getting them to talk about it and put it on stories and things um and also local marketing is you can go offline so if there's any particularly cool cafes or things like that that you can put a flyer in or those kind of things or or mum even like nice mums and babies groups and things and like going along and kind of talking about it or putting on a session and things like that to kind of market the things and get in front of that new audience that's such a good idea I don't even think about local marketing there's me thinking everything's got to be done online (laughs) well and it's much easier to do things online because you can track it it's you can do it in your pajamas um, and all those kind of things but it's a case that actually offline is where there's less noise so it's it's always worth kind of thinking about is this something that would work yeah definitely I yeah that's such good advice I didn't even think of that so what I'm conscious of is not to have given you loads more to do (laughs) in your limited time Uh, no it's it's been actually a healthy reminder because we did have your workshop and I have like all the pages inserted into like my bullet journal and things 
of stuff with like next steps and mm-hmm. I just literally just need to get those pages back out put my plan in place I think I feel more confident now because the pressure is off for me to do any kind of weekly blog post I can definitely commit to like a monthly one and yeah start my sort of changes on my website and you know what I'm going to do with my ebook and how I'm going to sort of make sure I nudge that forward at the pace that you know that I can do it at yeah and I think yes you've got you've got all your pages of next steps and now it's actually taking them yeah so definitely I think for you setting some deadlines so you've got your kind of late summer event that you want to be doing and then also think about the end of the year as well and kind of thinking about if you were to write like a end of year review what would you want to be in it yeah and kind of move back from there and think of some things that you'd really like to achieve by then and move backwards from there and like I said just kind of set yourself those three things and you will find yourself moving things forward and without having to take too many decisions on a daily basis because that can be a thing where you've got limited time you spend half of it deciding what to even do yeah (laughs) so kind of take that element out of it just be really clear on what needs to be happening and just start doing stuff and be a little bit more focused about it yeah definitely I am a planner I'm like a natural planner and I like Mm. all this stuff so why I don't give myself the same <laughs> level of diligence that I do everybody else I don't know maybe because it's kind of like your downtime yeah, it, yeah. It, it, at the moment it feels like I'm not taking it seriously mm-hmm. when I what all I ever say and all I ever want to do is oh well I'd really like to do this as a business so I, I ought to take it seriously really yeah and treat it the way that you want it to be for you if that makes sense yeah so yeah yeah, like rather than saying oh it's this sneaky secret thing that I'm holding in the background like treat it like it's your main thing and it will start to become a self-fulfilling prophecy but yeah as long as you kind of keep it as this kind of affair (laughs) it will always kind of stay there because you're not kind of treating it the way that you want it to become so yeah getting a bit more structured about it and think about the way you are in your job and then treat this like a job as well but then also making time for the play because otherwise that's really (laughs) important (laughs) and yeah and I I guess that's the balance that I'm also trying to strive myself is I want to take it so seriously that it starts becoming fun for me because I can't then make it fun for other people Mm. but I think once I have the basic frameworks in place and the structure in place the content is out there and it starts to work for me then I know that the then I know I like I have like I say I have full faith that the rewards will come it's just yeah putting enough air in the in the pump to sort of fan the flames initially that's absolutely it that you're at the stage where you need to just be you're literally building the foundation so it's all underground you're nobody's seeing anything you're just setting things up and you're toiling away and they're getting no return from it but like I always think when there's all the housing estates going up all over the place as they are there seem to be holes in the ground for months and months and then in like six weeks there's a house and it's all that underground work is so important and setting those foundations and getting things ready and then as soon as they are out in the open and you've structured it in a way where they can kind of run by themselves like the ebook and stuff then it will start the house will start to build really really quickly yeah yeah I've got one last question for you, which is how do you grow with soul in your work and life? So in my work, I've been doing my work for a long time, about 10 years. And so it's not so much nurturing my project management skills anymore. It's always about the people. 
So I grow with soul by really nurturing and mentoring others. That's really what brings me the joy in my work life because I can do the project management stuff. Eyes closed now. (laughs) And then my home, my personal life, it's really getting my camera out and spending time with my family. It's always... It's always family, really. Mm. And that's a side that I don't really showcase so much on Instagram, really. But I'm I'm a real homebird. So time at home with my loved ones and getting my camera out, literally playing around with it, yeah. is what I do. Lovely. <laughs> so for anybody who's listening that hasn't come across you, doesn't already follow you or is interested in learning to play, where can people find you online? So primarily, it's really um, Instagram. I'm at she flourished with an underscore afterwards because somebody else had taken <laughs> she flourished, which is annoying. Um, I'm also on Twitter, and I'm always up for a bit of Twitter banter. Um, and that's just at she flourished. Um, and like I say, I do have a website at sheflourish.com but as we've just discussed it's going to go through an overhaul (laughs) so yeah if you really want to chat to me get me on instagram i'm always up for a dm as well brilliant thanks so much rabia for joining me thanks kate thank you so there it is all the links we mentioned will be on my website which is simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can find me and Rabia on Instagram I am at simpleandseason and she is at sheflourished with an underscore at the end or you can also use the hashtag which is hashtag growwithsoulpodcast to join in the conversation there as always if you have a friend who is maybe starting out in their business or really struggling with that side hustle life then please do send them the link to this episode and share where you're listening as well until next time i hope you grow with soul